0: Welcome to Success Leaves Clues podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brackett, and I've been blessed enough in my life to meet individuals who've been able to leave me clues on my journey to success. The goal of this show is to bring you the experience of those who have achieved great things and allow you to be a fly in the wall, soaking up clues for your own journey to success. Let's get right into this week's episode. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Gary Brackett, and we're on another episode of Success Leaves Clues. Hey, I got a special guest for you, uh, my guy, um, BJ Tariba. Um, BJ and I worked together for like the last five, four years, five years? Three or four years. Three or four years, man. So he was my pretty much CMO, marketing director at the Stack Pickle. Um, After that, we did a lot of work together with my personal branding, um, BJ Now, uh, back in New York City. Yes, sir. uh, From the East Coast. Obviously, a very talented freelancer, multimedia. um, And it's interesting, right? I want to just have a conversation just about marketing, just about, you know, uh, man, you was there when we were kind of building, we were right there on the cusp, right? Didn't quite put it over, but I think um, the interesting point with our relationship was like how we grew together. Definitely, most definitely. Um, Honestly, you gave me a, I I
1: hate to use this word, but you gave me a playground to like kind of manifest uh, a lot of the marketing ideas and strategies that I wanted to implement. Um, whether it was from a franchise marketing standpoint, really building out a content strategy from the thing that we did from Franchise Friday, all the way through like our email marketing, our marketing presentations for uh, potential buyers, all the way to the consumer marketing side, really getting an understanding of local store marketing, um, multi-store marketing, kind of how to develop a corporate framework and structure for marketing, how to empower people at the local level, at the uh, general manager, level Mm. um to develop their own individual and unique marketing plans we kind of did a lot of those things and then um, on the other side obviously um you're still uh one of the best business coaches that i know Um, i learned a lot about business um and marketing strategy from you uh building out your own personal programs uh from champ ceo to champions academy champ fit all of the Uh, programs and uh, I guess frameworks that you built over the over the past couple of years um, I was definitely blessed to have a hand in all those things so again he he gave me a a platform uh, to kind of show you know some of the experience that I always knew I had but hadn't really found a place to manifest so always going to be thankful for
0: you. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And and the goal, I think people think is just I just say it, just to say it, when I say like my goal is to create more leaders, not to create more followers. Yeah. Like like I was the biggest proponent of you going out on your own, right? Definitely. And well, it just, definitely. and it's one of those things where just like, yo, there's love, so there's always going to be communication, transparency, we can always work together in the future, right? Yeah. But just like I want to see people win. And and more importantly, you have to let people do what they're passionate and fulfilled in, because if not in the back of their mind, they're always gonna be thinking like, man, what if I if I did it my own way? Until they figure it out and get that out their system, it's gonna to be tough for them to really buy into something. Most so, definitely. seeing how you have grown um, and really mastered skills, you went from like, knowing a little bit about a camera, yeah. like shooting, and we used to pay a bunch of money to marketing companies, to photographers, to videographers, right? Yeah. And we like, yo, Y'all ain't better than us.
1: We gotta figure this out. Yo, and your all equipment ain't even that tight. And y'all trying to run up a bag on us, and I'm not, I'm not going for it. Bruh, I can't it's do it. not
0: like really. Him. And so then when we started obviously doing a lot of it on our own, and now, like, you probably better than a lot of these dudes on video and editing without even like, and it's not even that you're not trying, because that would be like a very disrespectful thing about the, the work you put in, the hours, the sleepless nights, yeah. like research and studying this stuff, right? Definitely. But it's amazing, like both of us, right, just the education in terms of the courses, the books, the conferences, I mean, it's just sitting on a bunch of work, right? So now for me, being able to coach others, and kind of get that out of others. Yeah. And I think it's disrespectful. And it's one of the things that I would always fight you on in terms of like what pivoted on marketing agency and I'm just like, it's such an overused term, right? And I was like, bro, we we're hackers. Yeah, we're growth experts. Yeah, it's different than marketing. It's different because it's I different. think marketers are someone who builds the car, but they don't really care about the engine. And the engine—if you don't got an engine in that
1: thing—yeah—and
0: that thing don't purr and
1: rev and perform. It doesn't really matter. And I also make a distinction between there's like three levels to it. There's advertisers mm-hmm. who focus purely on channel marketing and just getting the word out using, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Google, video mob, I mean, ad mob and a different platform that you can use to uh, push and generate uh, exposure to your content. Then there's a marketing side where you're getting into brand story and copywriting And the voice, the voice uh, and the actual strategy Mm -hmm. targeting, uh, understanding your demographic, um, those aspects of it, the more technical side and, and the side that honestly, I think most small businesses aren't focused on and the thing that they need the most. Um, and then there's the growth hacking side, um, and the the true the automations email automation, sequences, email sequences building magnets, a true experience avatars, for your customers. Right. Um, and and I think for us, we were able to kind of organically go from okay, let's just figure out how to advertise things to mm-hmm. wait, okay, that advertiser isn't working. Let's figure out what we need from a strategic standpoint. Okay, we need a content calendar. We need to be proactive. Right. We need to understand uh, our local markets. We need to understand those things, and then now we're really Even focused big on big data. Like
0: you can hone in on what customers are purchasing what what hours, definitely. and then send them messages around that hour hours. to entice them to purchase something that they purchased before because you have the
1: data. And that's where we are now. From a to your point, using that term growth hackers. Right. I think we are really trying to reverse engineer how our customers are working and things like that. Um, and and yeah, it's a it's an expansive field. There's a lot going on, but. We've been able to do a lot of that research and we've been able to implement a lot of those processes and um, strategies in a lot of your work and in the work that I'm currently doing now.
0: The interesting part is just like, you know, talking to small business owners and they always look at marketing as a budget and they look at it as an expense. Yeah. And it's an investment. It's an investment, bro. You should have or be able to see a ROI on your marketing dollars. Most definitely. Every
1: single time. I mean, especially when it comes to digital You should be able to track your funnel. You should be able to track your metrics. You should be able to track every single point in your marketing funnel. And have a scorecard based and you should have kpis and you should understand exactly where you're going where you're taking it from impressions to click-through rates to conversion rates you, right. you should be able to pretty much understand wherever you're going when it comes to uh building digital funnels and even taking it offline we don't even want to talk about that because most people won't even understand oh you can track offline metrics as well yeah you can you can track walk-through rates and things of that nature but those are things that not everybody is willing to look at and invest in to really get the most out of their business because that goes into business maximization. And I think one of the biggest things you taught me about was understanding business models. Because once you understand a business model, Mm. that's when you can really become an effective marketer. Because now you can understand what metrics you need to track where. And that goes into building a truly incredible experience for each and every customer you have. Because now it's personalized. Now we really have an understanding of, oh, he's in Indianapolis and he's a male at around 40. Let's send this message
0: to him. Um,
1: wait, at this time. At this
0: time, exactly. Because this is when he's online. So it, it's amazing, like, what we saw with some of the technology companies in terms of the artificial intelligence, looking at um, psychographics Man. instead of demographics. Man. Right? So really diving deep into, like, the psychology oh. and artificial intelligence of online, because it's funny you hear people say, oh, I tried Facebook ads and it don't work. If it didn't sh- work for you. It didn't work for you in the way that you did it, because it can totally work. And we've seen but, it work. Because the thing is, you have to, again, to your point, reverse engineer, what are your margins that you're playing with? So how much are you willing to pay for a lead? And yeah, if you're playing for just one sale, that's not gonna work. You'll break even or lose money at best. Easily if you don't have back end offers, if you don't have um the lifetime value of a customer. Are they going to purchase that product again? Are they going to share that product on our site? How are you enticing them to share it on the site? Are you giving anything to them for them to share? Yeah. So, so many things that you can kind of do as far as a small business to really position yourself to hack. But I think what I've saw, and I took a step back because you can market someone out of business.
1: You can market someone out of business. Explain that one to me because I need some help with that one. I was so, I think that was philosophical. They yeah, they need to know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So as a growth expert, right, the challenge sometimes isn't creating traffic and creating leads. It's if you don't have the systems in place at your office to convert to convert these leads mm-hmm. with consistency. Right. So that's why the processes and the procedures, because it's like it got to a point where, you know, I'm saying we were marketing advertising and why I went off and got certified in like a business operating system. Mm -hmm. um, It's like I'm just telling more people how bad you are faster. Wow. That's that's a bar
1: that a lot of people (laughs) not really understanding.
0: You know, what I'm I'm telling more people how bad you are faster. You don't have the systems in place. To nurture these leads, to convert these leads, to, to so everything starts with a vision from the organization that then's communicated, and then you have buy-in, you have the right people in your organization doing the right jobs exactly. at the right time, you have transparency, you have people following up, people checking, people being confident in what they're doing. And I think when you have that in place and you have the proper processes in place, then it's time to put the growth hacking in place. You're talking about this top down brand story right like
1: because ultimately you have to have a your, your, every organization has to have a goal right once you have a specific goal in mind, I think your goal right now is to help people become the best people they can be become champions right. right once you have a specific goal in mind, we can distill that down into the values that we have for our organization once those values are distilled now you can productize those values and now you can figure out ways to bring those value bring value to your customer now we can say hey okay we have a course on personal development because our main goal was to help people and now our and now our product is based on personal development now we can kind of go out and sell that product in a way and not just sell the product but implement that product in a Mm -hmm. way that is a lot more cohesive and it ties into the entire goal of what you're trying to create, what you're right. trying to do from an overall overarching standpoint. Um, I think a lot of businesses haven't solidified. A lot of businesses start with the product and don't start with the intent. Um, and I think that that's
0: a huge thing. I think they start with a product and not really start with the customer needs. And, and I think even a Tony Robbins is like, yo, you got to be in love with your customers and not your product. Every time. Every because time. your customer needs are going to change. And if your product isn't like set up or your service isn't set up to change with the needs of your consumer, is you're going to be selling something that's not wanted. That happens a lot
1: and you I mean we we can talk about Blockbuster all day, right, you right. know what I mean, and not understanding the change in market, Blockbuster ultimately just wanted to sell they wanted to sell video. They wanted to bring entertainment to the home. Right. Netflix came to them with a game-changing opportunity, right? Yeah they decided not to change their business model because they were so involved, invested in their product and the way that they sold. And so many businesses are married to the way that they do things. They're not ready to innovate and you either innovate
0: or you die. But the crazy thing now, I've saw this and it's just like, um, you know, blockchain and um, APIs. Mm. A lot of times this technology, people try to fight the machine, fight the technology technology is always going to win it's your friend and the thing is <laughs> you have to learn how to uh like be friends with it and, and join it as opposed to like fighting it resisting it and doing the own thing and i think you know looking at some of those business cases where businesses did not you know uh because even now in, in the online space and even the restaurant space what we saw like the impact of third-party delivery it just It's crazy what it did to the restaurant space. It changed the game completely. I mean, 30% they take from the top line in terms of revenue. But they created a need. But then the consumer no longer coming into the restaurant and no longer are drinking because now they're at home. And I'm i am guilty. I would do it all the time, convenience, because that 8 hours $10 hours i am paying for that delivery, bro, I can make that sitting down, not interrupting my workflow. No question. So I get it. So it's so challenging to kind of figure it out. So you have to figure out ways to partner with it and figure out different strategies to kind of monetize and make more money. And those ghost kitchen strategies now, as far as the restaurant space, people are making a lot of money off those things, not even having a front. You know what I'm saying? So those type of things you have to kind of adapt to smaller footprints. Right. Uh, and I think all those type of things is something you just have to adapt to and adjust your kitchens, maybe multiple lines, because now you have to take care of the people in your restaurant, and, but also take Idaho. care of the people online. You. Uh,
1: but again, I think that and I, uh, to your to your credit, you really had a strong understanding of business models and how right. to. Uh, make technology complement your business right. or act as a supplement to your business um and that was something that I really learned I didn't know anything about the restaurant space but you you gave me a, a you gave me a crash course in third party delivery what it does to margins how that affects the business uh, the fact that we need to be building our own customer list because we cannot be captive to third parties things of that nature those are things that business owners really are not focused on in 2021 i'm in new york right now and that's the market that i'm focused on i talk to a lot of restaurant owners and most of them don't have an email list most of them aren't Mm. capturing wi-fi they aren't capturing uh emails like and data at all most people don't even use the function of like uh texting the receipt so that we can text them the next offer we have uh there's so many underutilized but i mean again the other part is you know, tech grows every day. Tech grows on a daily basis, and if you can't keep up with that, you either have to find somebody that can, right, or you may not thrive in this in this new uh, terrain and market
0: that we're living in. So the interesting piece is like the the one easy win that people can take, right, is uh four wall marketing. Four wall marketing is always going to be a having thing. some type of um, internet connection that. Forces people to sign up for you email new subscription to get online. There's that, but you
1: know what's even easier than that? All of you are running POS, whether it's Clover, Square, right. something along those lines. Toast. And, they all, toast, and they all allow for data capture. Right. And if you're not capturing data and emails that data, t- text messages, and
0: text is probably that's king. That's king right now because people. I mean email, you're gonna set up some type of they they, they haven't they, they haven't figured out spam blockers so on my text. Spam, yet. my
1: spam folder is elite. I don't get I don't get anything. On, I don't get any th- promotion. Text message? No, no, i, I mean uh via email. So email. That, so text
0: point. message, they haven't done that yet. They have not done so that. So there's different things, the often ways how much you can text Most and But bro, you got somebody's like one to one, they 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 sell for them? You're I mean you're in the you're
1: in the you're in the digital coaching space. Right. And I'm sure you see Text me at 87755. Like, that is the new... Huge.
0: That is the best. One to one, way to one. You capture. know what that does? When Facebook says, hey, slap your wrist. You're down for a week. Do two weeks. That's tough. Bruh, how am I gonna add? Oh, I, I have your number. Money I can up, actually text you. Man. So so it's so important to have these kind of systems set up inside your business. Gotta own um, your that's list. That's crazy. So um, so that's the marketing side. Oh, another thing, um, it's just an interesting piece, right? Is this whole uh, not digital nomad, but this this work, live, play situation, mm-hmm. and how does so? I'm I'm like on the cusp of millennial Gen X. So uh I, I know enough technology to be dangerous. Yeah. I, I definitely fight through. And, and I've gotta say, I've gotta tell
1: I've gotta tell everybody how proud I am of my guy G. Hey. He is now a techie and this is all I was trying to get him to be. <laughs> hey, bro, so jump.
0: I'm no longer afraid of CRMs and you know what I'm saying, we do a good job of managing that. But the interesting piece is that working with millennials and how they view the world and how they view this work, live, play situation, yeah, and really just having trust and someone to get the job done. Again, I I think I had had worked three
1: corporate jobs before I got to meet you. Right. And um, I think in all three of those situations, I was not afforded the freedom and opportunity that um, I was looking for. And then when I met you, it was, uh, we were working at Stack Pickle and it was still a corporate type situation, but you allowed me a lot more flexibility. Not only um in my work-life balance and allowing me to hey gee i've got to you know take this gig in chicago do i have any leeway yeah as long as you get your work done i really appreciated that but you also allow me to own my job in the business you allowed me to handle the reporting you allowed me to uh interface with the managers and be a leader in situations where a lot of people would not trust the 24 25 26 year old um to handle a lot of those things you had me in franchise meetings uh selling um you know high ticket franchise opportunities to right. uh different people and things of that nature and we closed and we did a good right. job and I think uh you know for everything that happened I learned so much we grew so much and we I, I think success is in the eye of the beholder. we were a very successful business while I was around yeah. and now everything. yeah I
0: mean the thing of it is right um you can't, what is it, the term? Throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come on. I, you know, I'm not good with, I'm not good with the so, idioms and none of that. No, so the joint is just like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to take away from your successes, right? And then, you know what I'm saying? A loss isn't a loss if it's a lesson. Man, man. And man. if you could pivot from it, and if you can, like, use that knowledge to then be better because of it yeah. in the long term, right? Because I'm playing for forever. I'm saying I'm playing yeah, for legacy. Long term. Like That's like you like yeah. damn, right? I'm this this is about my last name, not my first. First. So bro, like oh, just give wow. me time. I promise you like the knowledge that we know, like the lessons that we learned, bro, they will be invaluable moving forward.
1: They are and they've already shown themselves. Uh, the yeah, so
0: so it's just amazing now with the that, how you view things, how you frame past experiences, yeah. how powerful they are.
1: Man. They I mean without experience without experience i wouldn't be here like without the experiences that i gained over the past three four years I'm a, I'm a completely different person now because of what i know and what i've been through and how we've been able to execute it's given me a, du- a new level of confidence in this space um i mean before i met you i'd never really had the opportunity to run facebook ads at scale right for instance and that is something that you know it's like walking, it's like walking or talking or breathing. It's now a part of yeah. who I am. I'm able Targeting, to- Targeting and retargeting pixels. These are things that, I mean- I Wording, re- yeah.
0: What is that? How you much know? word needs to be on the ad. Pretty video. Easy. What converts easier video. Like, yeah. It's, it's it's amazing. The um, so funny, the not funny thing. I think the one of the most interesting conversations that we had, right? And this show just my ignorance and everyone's ignorance. And I think where we really were good at was really- Having honest conversations, but communicating like uh so. Now it's um, uh Ramadan.
1: Yeah, it is Ramadan. I am Muslim, and I am partaking in
0: it. Right, and the discipline that I've that that, that you've displayed in in your, you know, what I'm saying your journey, your walk, right, and just you know, what I'm saying having prayer time, having these type of things, like me being respectful, like yo, like if the door the door closed, I mean you praying, like we good, like like like, and and just me just wanting to learn, like yo, teach me. How do I need to like change to adapt to like some of the things because one of the biggest things, and this is like a huge lesson is like yo respecting people's culture um and saying like yo all right, because of that you you fast from sun, sun up, up to sundown. sundown, so energy and managing that is is especially you've done it a while, yeah, so it's amazing you could work out and do things that still like not we just water. gotta work out it, in. It, it, we, that's why we look like this. if y'all smell this y'all probably would turn the, <laughs> the, the camera off right but y'all can't that's smell right. us, so y'all hear us so you know what i'm saying we gonna provide this value but um i can't remember this one conversation i felt so silly right Man. and the, the muslims i was like so for me well i grew up you know muslims five percenters bean pies right final calls in the corner right nothing not, i don't know a lot about it but just i just portray a black Muslim was the, uh, you assumed that a black Muslim was a part of the nation of Islam right so I asked you like yo you eat bean pies and like final calls like what's up with that because I think it was like yo um, Muslim we not into like financial we into like freedom almost like a Boodle monk spiritual like nah peace to be all like all oh, men yeah. we love everybody like this we're not a violent culture like we love we like this is not what we own Islam on. is built on peace most definitely and it was like explain like you was like Bean pods, G? Like, What are we course? talking like, about right but, now? But you, I don't even... I'm like, you ain't, like, on the corner. Educate court. me now. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> educate he me. Like, he was like, nah, not, like, not that type of Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh... Think
1: Saudi Arabia, think, you know, the Kaaba, Mecca, think that, think, uh... And, you know, I, I don't think Islam has any... I, Islam is for everybody, so right. we, there's no discrimination, but it, there was just a... Uh, I mean, honestly... You were, uh, I appreciated it because you were open to learning about right. what type of a Muslim I am. There's different types of Christians. There's yeah. Baptists. There's Catholics. Yeah. There's different types of evangelists. There's different types of Christians. There's different types of people in every in any space. And I appreciated again to 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 your earlier point. I appreciated your willingness to learn and find ways to make yourself flexible and make mm. the business flexible for somebody like myself who was in a unique situation at the time. So again credit to you on that and I definitely appreciated it and it was, it actually taught me how I need to act and react if, I, if and when I have my own business and I have my own business, I'm a freelancer but I don't employ people per se but when I do have that house and I'm building that house or I'm managing a team or whatever, making sure that they are comfortable walking their walk yeah. is important to me because that it, it, makes people
0: effective it, and efficient. It, and it's so authentic. Yes. I think most people are not authentic at job, right? They go, I got put on this face today at work. I did and did not like, have to face it. Go smile on these people's face and like, nah, I'm saying. And it's like, bro, like if, if you in that situation.
1: That is tough. And I, I'm, I didn't you have spent to. Spend too it. much time at man. work. Like it's,
0: like, it's like, it's awful, right? Ugh. So I think having that uh, open lines of communications is so powerful, man. Um, it's interesting. So l- let's talk about this now because um, I think if you are a small, mid-sized business, and um, you're looking at marketing, right? And you're looking at advertising, branding. Um, what what things are you seeing inside of the small businesses, mid businesses <clears throat> that they're missing? Like what, what are they feeling at right now that, oh. that like they can immediately like, let's give them a couple of takeaways that they could do to really, this is 2021 to implement some like growth hacking. Do we
1: do we wanna do we wanna focus specifically on a space like retail or do we wanna talk digital products? I I like because yeah yeah
0: so scalable strategies is a whole different thing and it's like online products, digitals, ebooks, like books, membership programs. Right. So that's that's separate, that's probably more advanced, Mm -hmm. right? And and Champ CEO um, is a program, like a high ticket course, group culture program where I teach you like digital strategies that kind of help you like up your game. And we're talking about seven figure strategies type stuff. But I think a lot of people ain't ready for that. So we're going to just talk about someone got a business, right? They got a couple employees. They're trying to grow on scale. They're still figuring out what things can they do to really understand. So I'm going to give you one. One of the things they could do is really get an actual cost and profit margin of each one of their products that they sell.
1: Hmm.
0: How much does it cost you? How much labor does it cost to produce it? At what rate? And what's your actual margin? That is
1: something you taught me a lot about. Understand the science of your business. Understand the science of your business.
0: Opportunity cost. Because so, so many people be like, yo, you'll be like, yo, I went to Chicago. I'm like, bet. Like, how much you make? Oh, he gave me $250. i am like, bro, you spent two and a half hours through four hours to get there. You t- hit traffic on the way back. You drove, so you had windshield time, so you couldn't think and read. And you did that, like, I'd have paid you five hundred if you just finished X. Understanding
1: cost is the number one way to save money on your business and most people don't understand it. <laughs> they don't under,
0: they don't get it. Oh. It's like they don't never a lot of people fail to realize the value of their time. Yeah. Most definitely. And that's the first thing as an entrepreneur you have to do. Definitely. How much is your time worth? It's the most important
1: thing in business because time. A lot of things scale in business, time is not one of those things. You are limited to 24 hours of it. We are all limited to 24 hours of it. So efficiency and maximizing that time is... And, and also being able to understand things like delegation right, right. and making sure that you are, the systems and products are in place, procedures are in place so that, you know, you can scale these things and you can you don't have to put your you don't have to work on your business. You can work. I mean, you don't have to work in your business. You can work on your business and plug and play. Right. Those are the things that are important. Um, I guess for me, when it comes to give, small, give,
0: them, give them a couple, because I think what you really good at is like really um, the figuring out for small businesses how to stop being afraid of these technologies and how can they create some of their own content so what are some tools apps that you use that they can learn yeah
1: yeah I think uh, to your point I think yeah to your point everybody needs to get out here and create some content right uh, on a daily basis I don't know you know on a weekly basis however however much you can time you can dedicate the content you should dedicate it um, I think uh, apps like Adobe spark mm-hmm. have enabled us to make really quick and easy graphic content on a daily basis that's stuff that I use for my personal Instagram story for my business Instagram so even for clients um, you don't have to be be a Photoshop expert to learn how to do it. They have thousands of templates that you can remix and use, put your brand colors on, and kind of go from there. You don't even necessarily need too much of a brand kit. You can just put pop your logo in there, they'll grab your colors for you, they'll even give you fonts. Um, so that's one thing. Adobe Sparks are really good at. Um, I think for video in a lot mm-hmm. of people are using InShot. I use InShot for a lot of videos. Sometimes I'll edit something in Premiere Pro and I'll bring it to InShot. Throw a filter on it. Throw some effects on it. So
0: Premiere Pro is another Adobe program. Premiere Pro is another Adobe program. Adobe
1: Suite, period. The Adobe Creative Cloud, period, is something that if you have an in-house marketer or an in-house designer or anything like that... You'll probably want to invest. It's well in. worth
0: because I think it's probably a thousand dollars now uh, a year for one user.
1: Thousand dollars a year for a user, it's like sixty dollars a month if you go monthly. So yes,
0: right, right. Um, but but between that, Adobe Spark, uh, um, InShot, InShot, In-Shot uh, um, like all they're all are sweet. So you. Even, um, what is the one, the PDFs, uh, uh, Acrobat Reader? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, all of that's a part of the Adobe suite. Right, right, you get right. all of that for
1: free. So uh, even Adobe, I mean, yeah, I swear by Adobe at this point. Premiere Light, Rush, Lightroom, Lightroom yeah, Ed Photo, Video. If you're trying to do anything creative, you need to be on Adobe. Um, when it comes to, I guess, social media, a lot of people, uh, I, you know, I'm big on automation. I like to make sure you have a content calendar. Make sure your posts are loaded up and mm. scheduled and ready to go. A lot of people aren't using Facebook Creator. Uh, the, Like the Facebook creator suite So uh, Facebook actually has a program That will allow you to schedule your Facebook And Instagram posts for free um, It's creator.facebook.com if you are interested in it, you do have to do it on desktop. But uh, I know most people, most businesses uh, run their and that's marketing free. op. It's free. Most people run their business marketing operation through Facebook. And if you are going to be proactive, you if you if you want to be proactive with your content, please start scheduling your posts. So is that
0: better than Hootsuite and like all the other like Promo Republic?
1: It's better than Hootsuite. Uh, you I know, I am the I'm analytics. A, you like Promo? You I love I love Promo Republic for a while because it. It allowed me to, uh, it it saved me time. Right, right. Um, But now I realize that uh, time isn't always, saving time isn't the best way to go about publishing content because these platforms are getting way too smart and they have preferenced uh, content that comes from their platforms. So even when you go on like Hootsuite, I'm Hootsuite, Promo, Public, the reason I stopped using those things was because. After a while, like for instance, if you post a video, the video will pop up as like a link on the page. Like, they'll, like, there's it, it, the experience changes when you start to use third party platforms on those platforms. Mm. So that's why I kind of shot away from that. I started to realize that Twitter has a twi- tw- uh, tweet deck, has always been a thing. So Twitter's always had uh, their own scheduling platform, right, right. and it's gotten a lot better as well. Uh, LinkedIn, you, I believe you can schedule posts on LinkedIn now, and Facebook and Instagram have their own scheduler, so I would just hop on the on the platforms themselves and schedule those posts because, at this point, you may, your engagement will get hurt by using third-party platforms, especially if you're not boosting your posts or anything like that, so um, Facebook, creator, I mean, creator.facebook.com for anybody who wants to schedule their posts right, right. out, um, that's that's one of the most helpful things, and then if you want to do it on Twitter, it's Tweet tweetdeck.com
0: Right. That's awesome, man. Nah. So, um, I mean, we could talk all day, right? So I definitely got to get you back in here, but, uh, just a shout out, uh, to you, obviously what you've created. So in terms of freelancer now, so what is your, who's your ideal, uh, customer? And, like, what what specifically do you help them with now? So wh- uh, who are you targeting now? Like, how can they get to you? Like, yeah. who, uh, who are you looking to work with?
1: Yeah, so uh, the the brand that I'm running under right now is called Prep Digital, prep.digital. For anybody who wants to check us out online, um, I'm really working with small business owners who are trying to uh, up their content game mm-hmm. um, and make sure that their marketing automation is on point, make sure that they have a full cycle marketing strategy that will kind of go from... Uh, you know, attracting a customer to converting a customer. Um, that's why I kind of feel like I felt like I had to get into a space where I could work on all of it because marketing is a full cycle strategy. You have to be able to take a, take a customer, customer journey. For, you have to build a full customer journey for right. clients. And, and that's what, that's really what I'm focused on right now. Um, and so I guess in terms of target Target clients. A lot of my a lot of my experiences in a restaurant space. So I have been working with a lot of restaurants out in New York, but I also have a lot of experience with personal brands, with digital products and things of that nature. So photo um, shoots, uh, it, I, drone. We haven't even talked about media. And I'm I'm we're talking about marketing, so I'm keeping it marketing, but yeah, yeah. I, well, we also we, but, we do but, full uh, content but, creation. But media does matter. And that's why I say you need to have a strategy. Once you have a strategy right. in place, now we can implement the media that you're looking for. We have the cameras, we have you know the drones right. and all of the tech that we need to create solid media but for me it's always been about making sure the media is not just
0: it's for, from a, with a marketing strategy
1: and it's a plan. effectual so that you can actually drive results and KPIs mm. through your media because so.
0: a lot of times this, this is the funny thing hey can you make me a video for, for what for what it's a- for who I mean, we, <laughs>
1: like what do you what do you need a video for? What are we
0: talking about? Like you don't have a strategy. You like, just want a video? You're just going to pop one video 500 and then and then what
1: happens? It's not going to help you. And like, you're and now, and now you're going to get mad at me. And <laughs> I don't need Nobody
0: that. nobody saw the video, bro, cuz you're not
1: It's not my fault. You yeah. didn't market it. You don't have a strategy. You, you're, you're missing you're missing
0: the marketing. It's media and marketing. Yeah, nah, that's hilarious. So good to So prep.digital, dot, prep dot prep.digital, um definitely look for him. And it, this is like um and it's crazy now point is it's like, yo, I don't have to be in your city. i like, They got this thing called Zoom. I am like, everywhere. Like, we can meet online, like, technology. Like, we can figure it out, right? I'm doing um, that with a
1: lot of clients. I still have some clients in Indiana, so.
0: No, that's dope, man. I appreciate you. So, uh, always a pleasure. Um, this is always the question, right? So, you know what's coming, right? So, I know you got one for us, right? My man been dropping jewels on us. So, one thing. Success needs clues, right? So, drop a bomb. Drop a clue for us that, you know what I'm saying... Um, that you could give like your younger self, right? So right now, how old are you? I am 27. 27. So you graduated DePaul, what age? I graduated from DePaul at 21. 21, right. Your 20 year old one-year-old self, right? Like what 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 clue? What would you tell that guy right now? Right? What would you share with him? What would I share with my 21-year-old self?
1: I would I honestly would just tell him to keep doing what he was doing. Right. I would tell them to stay focused. I would tell them to stay focused on the goal. I think when I was younger, i I had shiny object syndrome mm. And I think I could have gotten a lot better at my craft. If I wouldn't have had that shiny object syndrome and stayed a little bit more focused on the goal at hand, on the task at hand, which was, you know, just building my skill set and becoming as good as good of a digital strategist as I possibly could. Getting some certifications and things like that, making sure that the things that I was doing were aligned to the life that I was trying to create. Uh, I've I've told myself since I was 16 that I want to be the top digital strategist in the world. And that's still a goal of mine. And uh, I think at times I Lack focus Uh, It's Ramadan right now So um, One of the big things I'm focused on is purpose Um, Once you have your Once you understand your purpose You can figure out your intent Once you figure out Once you can figure out your intent Then it's about resolve Because now you're just Working toward that When you're working toward You're working in your purpose And you have an intentional goal That you're trying to figure out Um, And for me uh, I think as, at times I, I always knew my purpose, but my intent was not always in order. And and when you think about not having intent, you don't you will never have the resolve to continue to do certain things, to do the thing that you need to do on a consistent basis if you don't have the intent down. And so, again, like I said, I think my purpose was great. Focusing on the thing, the task at hand and understanding intent, intention and being very uh Dedicated to that that was that was something that I struggled with earlier on, so I think really set your intentions on a daily basis is what I would have said to myself man that's
0: good it's it's um my coach man, I hate it when he said this, but it's so true, man, and there's this whole notion of like don't get bored doing the right thing.
1: Man, you told me that a lot.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's boring. It, it's like, and then you like, you hate it. Like, what are you talk about, what bro? Like, say? I'm bored, bro. I'm about to go chase this. Like, they running it up. Legitimately. Like, nah, bro, don't get bored doing the right thing, man. Yeah. Because consistency breeds mastery all right mastery beats that's confidence right and people pay you for the value for the how big of a problem you can solve and you solve bigger problems if you're consistent and you develop mastery Most definitely. that's why it's important to really dive in and stay focused to like to keep on learning those things together consistency man. So, is key now nah, definitely proud of you bro Likewise, nah, i appreciate it man great workout bro appreciate so uh Don, every time you're back in the city we're gonna link up man definitely drop some marketing jewels he dropped his social one more time prep dot digital Yo, follow my man. Website, him. Instagram, all that. Yeah, he'll get you right, man. Another episode of successfully Exclusive. Hey, I want you to do me a favor. On this one, tag that small business owner, right? Tag your friend who's in business. They need to understand some of these strategies. If they really want to grow, go to the next level. Um, have them listen to this podcast, right? Powerful information. Definitely. Um, and information is one thing, but application is the key. That is the key. Right? <laughs> so you got to apply this information. Um, Create some action on it, and definitely uh, take your business to the next level. It's 2021, baby. 2021. Gotta step it. it up, baby. Let's go. All right, uh, y'all. I'll see y'all on the next episode of Success Leaves Clues. Later. I hope you were able to take some valuable insights from this week's chat. Feel free to reach out to me on social media with clues you gain or questions you need answers to. You can find my pages at garybracket.com. Remember. It is up to you to make the most out of your opportunities to reach success. Personally, I live this life with an abundance mindset and deep down, I hope we all make it.